BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Blue State Rob, and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast, a show hosted by a liberal Republican whose ancestry dates back to the small country of Armenia and fueled by bouts of anxiety and adult attention hyperactivity disorder, also known as ADHD. It's not the best, but still better than radio. Anyway, here's your host, Eric Zane. show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Nipping out today. A little bit of nip. There they are. I just play with my nips on the show. And, you know, it's like, uh, you know you have some uh, serious uh, mass behind your nips when they go right through the t-shirt that you have on and through the uh, Adidas zip-up which they've really made some advances in the uh, Adidas zip-up. You know, I've got the old-school one, but this one has uh, all, all sorts of, like, uh, mesh, and and the sleeves are long. I'm surprised it doesn't have one of those things that your thumb can go in. You know how, like, uh, where the, how the fuck that started. But uh, anyway, uh, welcome in. So glad you are here. This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures from... The Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio for the 16th of March, 2022, a day before. Well, it's a th- it's a three triple threat uh, holiday slash event day on the 17th of March. You've got Flying Laptop Day. You've got St. Patrick's Day. And most importantly, my beloved father's birthday which um in case you don't know i'll be traveling to see him on saturday the queen of the forest and myself i think that's all that can attend um you know it's just tough to get everybody on the same page and jackie is in this weirdo spot right now jackie and justin where well it's it's kind of like just the way it is their dog that they have is reasonably defective that is Cece. I no, I shouldn't say that because I love her forever. This adorable Frenchie. 
She might be the cutest Frenchie I've ever seen in my entire life. Sorry, Bruce. Um, she's something happened to her. She was, um, I think she got beat up by another dog. And so that makes the dog reactionary, I guess is the term that is used. So if she's in the presence of another dog anywhere, she becomes a different dog. Uh, that I actually, Daisy, our very own Daisy is a little bit like that. That actually happened to her. And I remember the moment, this is all my fault. Uh, Daisy is kind of grumpy. Uh, you wouldn't really be able to tell here because here she is just laying on the couch, looking like a big, looking like a rock sleeping next to, uh, her buddy slash brother slash lover, Bruce. And, uh, but uh, Daisy had an incident happen, and this is uh, all my fault. My uh, uh, guy on the next street doesn't live there anymore. His name is Ryan. Uh, Ryan had this dog named Wyatt. No, well, not Wyatt. Uh, Wiley, like Wiley Coyote. And I made the mistake, and I cannot believe I made this mistake. Wiley didn't look exceptionally playful or sweet or anything like that it was he wasn't rolling on his back being a nice dog he was staring us down it was me uh o'neill and i don't th- and i think it was just o'neill and and daisy i don't think bruce was in the picture yet it might have i don't know i think i might have had three dogs it might have been lucy with us too who knows um and uh, so I decide, hey, let's go introduce our dogs to this dog. Now, you do not do this. This is a big no-no. Never, ever is this ever a great idea. And I, I mean, I've owned dogs my whole life. Why would I, why would I break this rule? This is horrible. And uh, so we're walking up and uh, Daisy had a different personality then. I'm telling you, this changed the dog. I'm certain of it. It's just like what happened with Jackie's dog, Cece. And uh, Wiley attacked and attacked Daisy. And she, there was a big fight. So I'm trying. And then O'Neill's playing. He thinks it's hilarious. So I pull them and I turn around to run away and I ran right into uh Ryan's tree. I mean, I like right in my like my face. Whammo! I turn around. Oh, oh my god, dude. I hit it hard. Like it went right my nose pushed to the side. It went right in my whole body and it was like, "Oh my god, what the fuck just happened?" Wiley's still attacking. I'm able to get away. Wiley had a uh, electric fence, so he would only go so far. He was just, def- he was Ukraine and I was Russia. Okay. And it was, and I'm like, holy shit. So I get Daisy home and she is messed up. I mean, her behavior, she was really upset. I've never seen anything like it. And uh, from that point forward, she has become uh, a reactionary dog. So from time to time, 
she just walks up to uh, um, Bruce here and just starts kicking his ass. And she just doesn't do well with other dogs now. I actually did this. I brought this on. This is all my fucking fault. So that's part of the reason why Jackie can't go with us to my dad's because nobody, she doesn't trust anybody to watch the dog and she won't board the dog. She can't board the dog. So this is a bummer. So it might just be Diana and myself uh, visiting my dad along with uh, World Book Jim, Charity Scam Mike, his family, Joanne will be there. And we're going to do a live edition of Dear Meathead. It'll be uh, seen on Twitch. And uh, so that happens on Saturday. Follow me, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live, brought to you by Irvine's. And follow uh, follow me there so you'll know when it all goes down. And speaking of dad, we have Dear Meathead today from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Uh, I, if you have a question that's burning on your brain, don't hesitate to send it along. On the Shoreliners striping inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Okay, we are off and running. Um, question, is there a ring camera recording of said event? I'd love to see it. I don't know. I don't think so. I know that I actually spoke with Ryan, the former homeowner, and, uh, he still laughs about it to this day. So I, I don't know. Chris writes, you said to ask about it. If you don't talk about it, how's diet and Lent going? Eric Zane. Well, actually, uh, quite well, I think. Um, I haven't uh, broken the rules uh, concerning eating uh, sugary things during Lent. Uh, you, you are given an off day on Sundays, but I still don't overdo it. I've, I've been doing fairly well on that. Well, I've actually been doing perfectly well on that. When it comes to the diet, um, I'm just not eating as much. I've just portion control, no sugar, and uh, maintaining the exercise. At least trying to. I did I did it Monday. I did it Tuesday. I'm going to try to do it again today. And that's that. Thank you, though. Um, now, today... I have a number of things that I'd like to get into today, and that is uh, the Eric Zane Show podcast Charm School uh, was, well, if you could have watched it, it was a master class in, uh, in Charm. And w- the reason why I say that is uh, based on, I've talked about it before. In fact, I just talked about it yesterday, and then this happened. The level of patience that I have when it comes to people on the phone in any type of customer consumer relations is ridiculous. I have really made it a, uh, a, a challenge for myself to be so crazily patient and um, cooperative with these folks that I am getting so much more out of it. And you're like, well, what do you mean? Well, I think part of it is it's almost like a game for me to hear these people. You hear the layers just be chiseled away and they, and they become like friends of mine. And to a point where I think if I wanted to have sex with them, I could. <laughs> 
I think that if they didn't uh, know that the conversation was being recorded and I said, so look, uh, can I have your number? I think I could have, I think I could do that. I really do. Now, I'm not saying that that's the case with the latest person that I charmed. There was two big charm moments yesterday. Uh, the first one was with the folks at, uh, and you even witnessed this because I had it on the Patreon. Um, I had a conversation. I put a call into my doctor about uh, getting a change in medicine for the Eric Zane Show podcast official colonoscopy that happens July 1. That is a Friday, I believe. And um, so I had to go through, I found out that the medicine that they give you to clean out your colon, um, somebody suggested I take the pills instead of drinking the whatever solution is. Well, then I found out that the pills aren't covered by insurance. It's 60 bucks and I'm not paying 60 bucks for something I'm just going to poop out. So I said, oh, no, well, I want to get a change, so can you give me... So I'm, I'm talking to this nurse, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm just talking to her, and uh, and all of a sudden, she's giggling and laughing, and oh, it's just like, you know, I'm just doing my thing. And she says, can I call you back? No problem, no problem. Call me back, because she had something else going on. And uh, while I was doing the Patreon, she called. And, well, okay, uh, anybody who heard that, they were getting the impression that uh, this woman was stepping out of her underwear and taking off her bra uh, when I was talking to her. And I, of course, I mean, I'm not like hitting on her. I'm just being I'm just being sweet and polite. And that's all you need to do to get these people to just fall in love with you. Just because the bar is so low. My point of all this, the bar is so low with shitty people. That all you have to do is basic uh, politeness and you're going to get whatever you want. Take your time. Make a game of it. So Charm School comes up again because I may have a new listener right now listening to these words. Uh, I don't know where in the United States this person was, but um, I what was I calling about? Um I don't even remember what it was about. Oh, 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 I remember. The NFK, this is the, um, I told you about how that $91,000 neck surgery he had. Well, he owes $1,300 for that, for all of that. And um, Diana says, he doesn't want to pay it all at once. Would you call there and get on a three-month payment plan? I go, no problem. So I call her up and, uh, you know, she uh, starts talking and uh, she says her name is Tamarian and, uh, and she's just kind of like, you know, going through the ritual is Tamarian. How can I help you today? And so, um, I'm just talking, doing my thing. Uh, and I said, okay, this is what I want. I want to divide this into three months worth of payments. I'm going to give you one of the payments right now. I've got some, uh, uh, payment information for you and, uh, yeah, can we, can we do that? And so, uh, She's like, yes, but you got um, I'm going to have to switch between screens, and I might have to ask you for information more than once. Is that okay? Is that? And I go, oh, absolutely. Don't even. Have, I have nothing but time to Marion. No big deal. So it's all. It's all these simple tricks that I'm doing. I am disarming and disrobing her at that moment. Now she's all business at this point. Now I'm seated right here, 
And I've got the phone in front of me, and I'm typing away on the computer, uh, doing other things at the same time. And um, she hears that, and she go, and I don't know, I don't know. This, I think, she, uh, you know, I think maybe her bra might have come off. And uh, then she asks, "What do you do for a living?" And I'm like, "Well, that is not on the script." She's asking me what I do for a living. And I said, well, Tamarian, um, I'm a podcaster. And silence. It's almost like she doesn't know what's going on. And I go, uh, and she goes, like, uh, like, like YouTube? I go, uh, kind of, yeah. Um, and so I, I, I give her the five-cent verbal tour of what's up. And uh, she goes, well, uh, what, do you, what do you talk about? So I explained it to her and I said to her, I go, I'm probably going to talk about this interaction on my show. Now she doesn't know that I'm probably going to talk about how at this point she was no doubt nude. Uh, but, um, you know, whatever. She goes, what? I go, yeah, yeah. I just, I just, uh, I just try to, uh, you know, Put a anecdotal spin on the things that I do and say and talk about in the world. And there's there's always something going on in the world to talk about. And it's my job to kind of break it down in words. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's that's uh, that that's what I do. And she didn't know what the, she was like. Wow, this is this guy is. I need to marry this man at this point. I think at this point. Uh, the customer service got a little slow because one hand was on the keyboard and the other one was on her genitals. I'm reasonably certain about that. And to Marion, if you're listening, it's okay. I understand that these things happen. And, uh, I, Hey, it happens all the time. Most of these women in the audience, they do the same thing that you're, that you were doing. And it's just the way it is. I, I can't help it. My wife, She's, you know, been through it too. She's like, ah, I've, you know, I understand that my husband is the, uh, is a charmer and, uh, you know, he, any, any woman, he, he is the Pete Davidson of podcasting looks like a GD ghoul, but can talk his way into the pants of any man or woman. You know, whether I, if I decide uh penis or vagina, I can get it. All I got to do is talk. Done. You all know that. Come on now. All of you men have wanted to put your penis in my mouth at one point or another. I know that. All of you ladies have wanted to sit on my face. It's just the way it is. I figured out that the sexuality of the show is what keeps you coming back. And I can't help that. That's just me being me. If it helps you sexually, if my podcast, me speaking, is a marital aid, so be it. So be it, son of a bitch. Kate says, wow. Uh, Sarah says, yeah, with my meat tarps. And then follows it up with, Flappy, flappy. What the fuck? 
What are you doing? Why would you discuss, say that about yourself? Well, who goes out of their way to describe that they have uh, large vagina lips on this podcast? What, what the fuck is wrong with you? She says, you said it, dummy. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, I don't recall that happening today, and that's about as far back as, as my brain goes. So you might think that I remember every single insult that I'd say about you, but uh, uh, no, short-term memory doesn't, uh, doesn't uh, work that way. Amanda says, Eric is no longer attractive to me because he said I'm too young for him. Yeah, quit lying. So, um, I had a long talk with, uh, Tamarian. Uh, she says, how do I hear your podcast? I go, well, you search Eric Zane show, Eric Zane show podcast. doesn't matter. You just type in anywhere on the internet and you will find it. It is that simple. And then, uh, welcome to orgasm town. I didn't say that. So uh, that was part of my um, fantastic day yesterday, talking to that sweet lady who helped me out. Uh, took a little time. I think um, maybe just a little bit more time than I wanted to, but uh, I, you know, that lady had an orgasm, and I'm the reason for it. Just like the lady at Family Fair uh, at the customer service counter who had to re-enter my name to get to the shopper's club. Uh, you know, like the, the, the car that you, you know, uh, scan to get the extra savings. I, I lost mine. So I had to get the replacement one. This is the lady that I was having the conversation with about, um, Ukraine and, oh my God, batting her eyes at me. Wanted to take me home. This continues to happen. It's, uh, it's, it's an absolute game and all I'm trying to do is get good customer service. And the side effect uh, from that is these ladies and men have orgasms in their pants. And it's just ridiculous. I, we need to, these ladies need to take a cold shower or something like that, or men. I'm just a walking sexual dynamo is what I'm trying to tell you. Plenty of uh, ways you can support the show, which doesn't take you much time, energy, or anything like that. I talked about Twitch already. Um, a lot of folks like to uh, get the show live on Twitch uh, because it happens each and every morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. More on that in a second. Because we are in daylight time right now. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live brought to you by Irvine's. Follow me on Facebook, also brought to you by Irvine's. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. I'm on Twitter at Eric Zane Show. Follow the show on Twitter. Brought to you by Blue Frost IT. I'm on YouTube for Tamarian. Uh, Eric Zane Show on YouTube. You can find that there. Subscribe to the channel. Bell notification. Off you go. Brought to you by Frank Fuss. My policy shop insurance. I've got t-shirts at ericsaintshow.com if you want to buy an Eric Saint Show podcast t-shirt. And, uh, yeah, I got, uh, in fact, the free podcast is there if you want to listen to the audio. It's on the, no one listens via the website. I don't even know why it's there. Uh, most people just uh, subscribe to the audio podcast. 
on uh, whatever audio podcast platform that they listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Twatter, Twitter, Apple Podcasts. I don't know. Leave me a review too. I like reading those reviews sometimes. On Twitch, though, there is a, an extra thing you can do. If you go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live, there's a, there's a big red dot. It says uh, Twitch Prime. Now, you can sign up with your Amazon Prime account. I know that sounds crazy. You're like, wait, huh? No, just click it. And basically, you just put in a very, just a couple bits of information. And you've now s- subscribed, which is different than following. A subscription actually puts money in my pocket. I'm not kidding you. You're given it free. Amazon Prime gives you this for free. It doesn't cost you a dime. If you subscribe with your Amazon Prime account, you're actually giving me cash. So if everyone enjoying the show on Twitch does that, you've helped me and it doesn't cost you anything. Now, if you want, you don't have Amazon Prime, you can sign up for actual money. That's up to you. Uh, What do you get with a subscription? Next to nothing. As far as I understand, you get the ability to use the emotes or the emojis, which are my own custom ones of my pets. And in the middle of the show, when you're watching it slash listening to it, There won't be an ad in the middle of it just plopping in out of nowhere, interrupting the content. But that is how I'm able to use the platform. Either your dollars, your Amazon Prime link up, or the ads. That's what pays for all this shit. That means Don, the Canadian Twitch guru who helps keep this all going, is able to feed his family. And that's how your old pal Eric is able to feed his family. Sometimes I like to really get dig deep as to how this all works. It's all kind of like a little dance. Eric's over here talking about how he's making men and women wet. Tamarian enjoying the show from God knows where. Canadian Twitch guru living in Los Angeles, Don. You all... Some bunch of uh, products showing up on your feed that say, hey, buy this shit. And my pets. I don't know. Seems to work. There is a new duty for your old pal Eric Zane when it comes to taking care of the NFK. And if you're new here, the NFK is my brother-in-law. He's, I think, 61. He lives here with us. For the longest time, he lived with his brother, David. They made up the Doobie Brothers. David suddenly died a couple of years ago. God, that was the worst. Well, the NFK, which stands for No Filter Kevin, because he has no filter. Real name James, middle name Kevin, so we call him Kevin. I don't know. That's what these Kentucky hillbillies do. Um, he's got all sorts of issues. He's epileptic. He had a very invasive brain surgery called a lobotomy. I'm not even kidding. Um, a temporal lobe lobotomy, which cured his epilepsy, 
but made him, well, the damage to the filter on his brain. So he uh, says racial slurs and uh, homophobic slurs to the people on the TV from time to time and uh, does that in public and makes me sad. And then I have to, let's go. We got to leave. We got to leave this, uh, you know, kids park. Kevin, you can't be calling your sweatshirt the N-word, you dumbass. What are you doing? Well, he lost the feeling in his hands and his arms and his legs. We couldn't figure out why. And come to find out, he had a, he has a degenerative uh, neck issue with his spine that actually caused a spinal cord injury. And it was just repaired. Now, leading up to that, I'm going somewhere with this. For you folks who've listened to this forever, you, you, you already know all this, but I'm going somewhere with this because I have new information for you. Um, during that time that he lived here prior to the surgery, when it wasn't diagnosed, he wouldn't shower. And um, we couldn't figure out why. And I asked him directly, I go, why, why do you not shower? I don't know. I figured it out. I have now figured it out. And it's the simplest of answers. I have figured out that he would skip showers because right now um, I've been showering him for the last nine weeks. He could very easily be showering right now because he has the pretty much the same mobility he had now as he did before the surgery because he's healed. But I figured out why he's been skipping showers. He just can't do it. He can. He is so incapacitated with the lack of sensation and movement in his arms. He's fucked up. And it just kind of hit me. It's like he just can't take care of himself. So I, I'm uh, reasonably sure that uh, for the very, well, the, for the future, the indefinite future, unless things start to change, and they may, this is the norm. And this is really remarkable because prior to having to do this, because, um, I mean, I don't wake up every day and say, man, I can't wait to scrub the underside of the NFK sack today. Or I can't wait to wedge this loofah on a stick up his asshole. Um, but I don't know, just because I've had to do it. I mean, there's no choice. No one else can do this. It has to be me. Not going to be Diana. I mean, can you imagine if Diana had to do this shit? Oh, God. So I'm the perfect person to do this. The amount of closely working with him, obviously, has led to a uh, a bond. We are bonded, okay? We um we are very very close. And um and I now have the I um since we are so close, I now have an easier time telling him to hey clean up your fucking mess over here when you leave fifteen pounds of salt on my range top, and it's I'm no, all those um uh, obstructions and mental blocks and walls they're all gone. No, I don't scream in his face or anything like that. I just talk to him and say hey man come on clean it up, it's no big deal and he handles it perfectly. So we, because of excessive scrubbing of his ball sack, taint and asshole, we have taken, the relationship has gone to a nice new place 
where the communication is at an all-time high. And if you, I think if you ever want to get close to a person, scrub their balls. That is what I'm understanding here. Okay? Um, so I just had this epiphany that that's why he's been skipping showers all these years. Is He just can't do it. So um, yesterday, he's I'm taking off his clothes for him, and uh, I take off his socks. And, um, and by the way, his feet look remarkable now. I mean, well, they're still shaped weird as fuck. I told you that these uh, sick Irish fucks, the wards, which is my wife's maiden name, they have stupid feet, okay? They just, there is, I like feet, okay? I would like nothing better than Diana to have a sweet foot that is just begging to have jizz on it. But it's, no. I mean, the fucking... uh creature from the black lagoon has better looking feet than my sweet wife everything about my wife is fantastic but she's got these little gnarly fucking holly hobby feet that no it's just there's nothing good about them my wife is perfect from the ankles up okay uh thank god uh uh, uh, the face and boobs are perfect landing spots for my fluids because the feet is uh, God, the fuck. anyway might be too much information uh, the NFK has got the same disturbing looking feet but his had the the amount of callus on those feet was it's just ridiculous and so um, the podiatrist gave him this medicine 42% urea, which tells me it's made from pee. And I've been rubbing it on his fucking feet when he gets out of the shower. And his foot is like lathered in it. And then I put the sock over it. And then it kind of cooks in there and chews away at the callus meat. When you take off the sock the next time, it's like, poof. You know, all this dead skin goes in my nose and mouth. It's incredible. Show's been very gross today. And very, very graphic. I realize that. I know, I know, okay? Well, this has yielded very soft, supple NFK feet. Yes, his foot does not look like a fish anymore. It is no longer ashy. It's pink and healthy. I have cured this man's foot issue. But, but, there is a new duty that I now have concerning the NFK. And he says, Eric, my baby toe hurts. And so I look at it and I realize he has not had his toenails trimmed in quite a long time. And the toenail where yours would go out, his has curled around the, this is the, uh, you know, the tip of the toe. His has curled around and it started to uh, uh, affect the tissue. It's going to go in. It's going to, it's curling in. It's going to grow into his tissue and cause uh, a laceration. So now I would never have dreamed of being this hands-on prior to when I would stick a loofah up his asshole. But since I do that, this is no big deal. So I am not kidding you. Yesterday, he's completely nude in the sh- in in my bathroom, and I go, "All right, let me have a look." And I got and I got my gloves on, 
and uh, I get down. I'm on the ground, and I take my glasses, and I put them on, and I look, and I go, oh, yeah, okay, yep, I see I see the problem, Kevy. And I reach in, and I got these like these clippers, not like regular toenail clippers, but they're, it's like a, it's almost like a medical instrument. And right away, I'm just getting in there, clippy, 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 clippy. And I go, yep, I see what was causing you the discomfort, and these nails are way too long. So right there. Clippy, all of them, no problem. One's got a bit of a fungal issue. It's uh, it's growing thick and yellow as well as long. He's going to need some of that Lamisel, which I have used that before. It's effective. It takes a while to work, but uh, we're going to do that. This guy, I mean, there's no way any ward could have attractive-looking feet. We've talked about that, but... At least they can, you know, not look like a fish. I've described the feet before as like he held a hand grenade between his feet and then it went off. But we are getting there. We are making great progress. And I'm telling you, this is yet another quiver. I'm sorry, arrow in the quiver for your old pal Eric Zane getting anal. with Not with Kevin. With the queen of the forest. I'm like, why am I not getting anal at this point? I have, um, I mean, the things that I have been doing have been, I mean, unbelievable overflowing of Pooh Bear points. Uh, bought her the car she wanted. Uh, scrubbing the asshole. Um, the only thing that's not hasn't happened is working on the basement. Uh, is, is that what it's going to take? Get the basement done in order to get anal? I don't know. But I think that uh, yesterday I said to her, I go, look, you need to know that your brother's feet have really turned the corner and it's all because of me. Every single bit of it is because of me. I am now clipping his toenails. And, um, well, I'm very, very, I'm actually very, very proud of that. It's gone well. This has been just what the doctor ordered. And I actually, you know, in telling this story to you, my, my goal is to either make you wretch get moist or laugh. Okay. That's the point of the story. However, I do have good news. Um, you understand that the neck injury, which went from, I think C4, C5, all the way down to the very first, uh, thoracic vertebrae. So it goes C and then T. Um, so lion's share of the cervical vertebrae and even one thoracic vertebrae were worked on to repair this damage but the spine now has nothing his spinal cord now has nothing that is um, uh, constricting it or causing pressure or any more injury but since he did suffer a spinal injury not like you know uh, an NFL player who breaks his neck he's in a you know Daryl Stingley but this is a spinal cord injury which caused no sensation in his hands um very little manipulation ability with his hands. No sensation in the arms or legs or feet. I'm putting uh, the, uh, what do you call it? The medicine on his feet yesterday. He goes, I can feel that. I go, what? He goes, I can feel you. I can feel you putting that on. I go, that's something that you didn't, that didn't happen before. He goes, no, no. I can actually 
it's it's tickling because I noticed his foot was moving as I was putting it on, and he's never done that. I go, what's happening there? He goes, I can feel that. Holy shit. I go, well, they said that this, you could very well get your sensations back to be able to, you know, walk and get the mobility of a normal person and, and the feeling back in your extremities. So that's good. That's really good. And by the way, we have got it down now where I'm telling you, uh, the first shower was like 30 minutes and it was just a, all sorts of fucked up. Now we got it down. I'm telling you, we're in and out of there in like seven, eight minutes. Fucking great. Yes. So that is the update. I'm very, very happy with how this has gone. And the range, my oven range, has no salt on it. So something is sticking. And that makes your old pal, Eric Zane, very happy. So welcome to Tamarian. I hope you have enjoyed this. I hope you don't think I am some type of lunatic, but I hope you've been able to hear this, Tamarian. The very, very sweet customer service person who uh, who took care of me and is now in love with me and will probably now stalk me. And I just need you to know, Tamarian, if you are going to stalk me, um, that is not okay. Forget the fact that I have multiple guns. Um, just remember, I am married to an Irish redhead who is with gnarly feet and she will just kick your ass. So you're just going to have to stay away. Sorry. We can just be friends. I need to remind you that in addition to this daily podcast that I do right here like this, um, I do a second podcast when this is all done. It's called the Patreon. What does that even mean? I'm confused. This is Sarah Rook Ruk Roosh for Two and a half years. What? What is it? I don't get it. Is it Zoom? No, it's just a fancy way of a, saying another podcast with uh, that you actually have to pay for to access. That's it. This, Patreon is a brand. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. With an emphasis on pay. Because the only way you can access what I'm doing there is by giving me your dollars. There are no sponsors in it, and I'm not, like, begging you to sign up for it. But if you're like, hey, I like the Eric Zane Show free podcast, I would like more of it, and I want to help him out in a financial way, then you give me five or ten bucks a month, and I give you 15-plus hours of material to listen slash uh, watch every week. I suggest going the simple $5 a month route for one month to see if you like it. That way, if it sucks, you cancel it. Big deal. You're out five bucks. Thank you. I appreciate you trying. But if you like it, you can let it ride each month or you can um, sign up for a full year and I'll take 10% off. You can even sign up for 10 bucks a month. That gives you all of the audio, like I just said, and the video. And the live streams. This is the way I have been able to make a living for the past three plus years. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. And I link it everywhere. You can't miss it. I mean, so simple. If you get lost, though, reach out to me and I'll help you uh, get through it. If not, that's fine too. I'm just glad you're here. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
This podcast, though, is powered by sponsors. And I would like to uh, talk about a few of them right now. One of which, Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling, who is probably enjoying this right now. Thank you, Joe. Joe has just sent me in the last 12 to 15 hours um, several videos of him doing stretches to help with sciatica. Look at you, you handsome devil. Now, I haven't yet gotten into them, but I can't wait to see this. Now, I'm assuming I have sciatica, which is an inflammation of that nerve running from your ass down the back of your leg. In fact, I need to stretch some shit out right now because it feels like fuck. Um, But I'm doing much better. Uh, Rolling it out on that softball is already, already helping me. So thank you, Joe Martinez. But anyway, back to what you do for a living, in addition to sending me these helpful videos of himself stretching out his old man legs, because Joe and I are about the same age. Just we're in that weird mode, both of us, where our bodies are starting to betray us, but it's just breaking our hearts. So we're trying all we can to like keep that from happening. But 99% of the time we fail. Okay. He less than me. I mean, I've just become an absolute mess. Um, anyway, Joe Martinez, A and E heating and cooling. If you have any needs, scheduled maintenance, you need done on your, uh, on your equipment there that keeps you warm or cool. Uh, call Joe in West Michigan, 616-516-8579. That's 616-516-8579. You can also call that number if you need an after-hour service call, which is never fun, but he he and the crew um, will get your heat back on if you need it. Um, and now we're getting close to where the air conditioning season is on the horizon. So you're going to need that thing tuned up. And uh, I'm sure he's getting ready to start scheduling, if he isn't already, a tune-up for the air conditioning. So if you've never done this, do that, first of all, before you fire that thing up. He's going to go over all the necessary things to make sure that you have an efficient running seas, uh, I'm sorry, efficient piece of equipment running all season long that can save you the most money possible. Um. And, you know, if there's any, because sometimes that thing outside of your house, like the squirrels chew on the wires and shit. Um, if you just turn it on and then things go haywire, you could burn something out. That's an even bigger problem. So don't just flip it on when it gets warm. Have Joe look at it. And I'm serious about this. What could be a very, quite an easy fix could turn into quite a terrible ordeal if you don't have scheduled maintenance done. And he's also, when he goes there, if you've never taken advantage of this and you do this for the first time, um, he's going to pitch you on signing up for a schedule for like winter and summer. And do that because then you just pay for it all at once and um, it's cheaper that way. 616-516-8579. 
And by all means, if you need a new install of a furnace or an air conditioner, he's installing the best brand made. The Comfort Maker is the is the Cadillac of all of them. Okay? Those three nerds with their annoying mom, Jacobsons, is that what they're called? These idiots, oh God, avoid, avoid, avoid. I'll just tell you that right now. Uh, they do not uh, utilize the comfort maker and their mom's annoying and they're annoying and their commercials are stupid. 616-516-8579. Joe Martinez's commercials are awesome. Uh, Kyle from Dumpster Divers is going to join us tomorrow. If you need a dumpster, spring cleaning. Oh my God. Maybe, uh, maybe you're putting a new roof on. Get a dumpster from Dumpster Divers. It's not going to cost you as much as the other guys. That I can promise you. 616-375-9962 for Dumpster Divers. The weight limit on those is lower than any other uh, dumpster company. The uh, the other dumpster companies are going to charge you more because they've got a higher weight limit, one that you cannot achieve by just throwing the shingles off the roof into the dumpster you're paying for something you don't need don't do that dumpster divers dumpsters are priced at a lower weight threshold have them deliver one to your residence if you are in and around the west michigan area okay last but not least for this batch of sponsors frank fuss my policy shop insurance very specific here. If you or someone you love is utilizing the Medicare system currently or is about to because they're turning 65, this is for you. This is not negotiable. And I don't know why you wouldn't do this. First of all, it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Frank is going to hunt down your current Medicare policy and plan and options and determine, uh, yeah, your setup is perfect. You don't need me for anything else. Or um, I can get you more insurance for less money. Wow, that's true. That's an option. That can happen to some of you. It just happened to my brother-in-law. So you need that type of checkup. He is a Medicare Advantage Plan expert. 616-914-4070. 616-914-4070. Do this for your mom and dad, okay? For a lot of you audience members, your parents are old as shit, and they're utilizing the Medicare system. Have Frank check out what they have going for them. All it's going to take is a phone conversation uh, with you and or your mom or dad and Frank. So just reach out to Frank. Either call or text 616-914-4070 and say, Eric Zane sent me. Please help me. That's all you got to do. Take it back. Do, 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 do. Take it back. That's from Rocky. Adam would know that. Take it back. Do, 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 do. Adrian can't get it right. Do, 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 do. All right. Daylight savings time. 
Wait, do I even want to get into that yet? No, I'm going to hold off on that. I'm going to do that after I uh, have my dad in here for Dear Me Dead. Okay. Um, real quick. Today is the day that they're talking on the news that, oh boy, inflation is just too much. So, very soon, today, it's the beginning of it, the Fed, you hear that? The Fed is going to increase, increased, increase the interest rate. Okay, now, to an idiot like me, I'm like, how does increasing an interest rate help inflation? Inflation is we're paying more for the shit we use every day. So if my credit card is going to go up a certain amount, I am now paying more. Okay, let's say I buy this coffee mug for more than it's worth. You know, whatever I pay because of inflation. It five uh, one year ago it was five bucks. Now it's ten bucks, and I pay for it with a credit card, and uh, I'm paying interest on it through the credit card. And then the Fed, the Fed says, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna slow down the inflation growth by raising the interest rate on Eric's credit card. So this is gonna help inflation." How? I'm asking myself. And I do have an answer now. I did find this out. I'm like, well, are you telling me that now I'm paying more for the coffee mug because I'm paying more in interest and that's helping me? How the fuck is that helping me? What the fuck are you talking about? So they're talking about it. And here's the thing. Today's show, they all talk about, oh boy, yeah, this is going to be great for America. This is good for Americans that they are now paying more that the interest rate is going up. So if you don't have your balance paid on your credit card, um, what was, you know, you're getting fucked hard is now going to be double hard. Well, not double hard, but it's going to go up. I mean, especially some of these credit cards you say, oh yeah, we're giving you a, a wonderful rate of 24%. So the uh, $10 coffee mug is $10 plus $2.40. For the coffee mug, but now it's going up uh, even more. And I don't know if it's a quarter percent, uh, half a percent. I don't know. It doesn't matter. And not only is it like for your credit cards, but if you're getting a car or a home, th- this is all going to go up. And and then I'm like, well, can, why aren't you explaining to me on TV what most people, unless you all know, and I don't know how this works, because to me, it sounds like this is more expensive. How can this help inflation? This sounds like more money is coming out of my pot, uh, out of my pocket, and that's true. It is, but I found this out. How does raising rates help reduce inflation exactly? When interest rates are raised, the cost of borrowing is increased which leads to a decrease in consumer demand in the economy. So if a hundred people are looking to buy a car, suddenly that goes down to 70 people are now looking to buy a car 
because it might change their minds because the interest rate has gone up. So the demand goes down. This helps balance the supply and demand scales. If the demand goes down, the price goes down in theory. Um, This helps balance the supply and demand scales. One cause of inflation that was thrown out of whack by the pandemic. I did that. So all of you dildos that blame all of this shit on Joe Biden. You're it's no, that's not, that's not Joe Biden. Didn't say, I want everybody else to pay more. I want, I want you to pay more for your shit. Okay. There's been a lot of fucked up shit that has happened. That is, uh, that has made this, uh, what it is. In light of remarkable progress in the labor market, the economy no longer needs sustained high levels of monetary support. This said Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell during the press during a press briefing in January. I hope this isn't like January 2015. No, this is a recent article. So there you go. That's what you're dealing with. That's why things are the way they are. Um a reminder, check out the Just Chirpin podcast. You can find it at justchirpin.com. These boys are awesome. Love the guys at uh, Just Chirpin. Let's see what was on the agenda from the most recent Just Chirpin podcast, which now you can get on Apple Podcast. How about that? Uh, I'm still, they're still hanging on to episode 52, which is the one-year anniversary of their show. That's fun. You can go get a uh, rundown of all of their shows at justchirpin.com. All right. So thank you to Just Chirpin uh, for being part of the Eric Zane Show podcast family. I really appreciate you guys. You're awesome. And you do a fun show. And I think you should check it out. So there you go. Just Chirpin, J-U-S-T-C-H-I-R-P-I-N.com. Uh, real quick, a kindergartner had a hysterical response to her teacher's math assignment. Uh, you know, like when you, uh, when your kids bring home the folder and you open it up and you see what they're doing in the classroom. Well, one mom, uh, opened up the folder in Pennsylvania and she like starts laughing and she's like, what the hell is going on? The teacher for the, uh, for the, I don't know, it's a kindergartner. Uh, they were doing like a, um, an assignment where they have to ask a, like a poll question. Um, do you like Joe Biden? Yes, no, a poll. And then they have to present it to the kids in the high school. It uh, allows them to figure out how this whole process works of a poll and they get to interact with the big kids in the, uh, in the high school and it's fun. So the one kid, uh, in this story, um, writes down the, the poll question and then, uh, you know, heads over to the high school and, uh, presents it to the high school kids. And overwhelmingly this poll was, uh, yes. 
it had, in fact, let's see, how many votes for yes? And I haven't yet told you the poll. Uh, it is seven votes for yes, zero votes for no. And uh, for those of you on the Twitch stream, you'll be able to see this. As I tell you, for those in the uh, in the audio podcast, uh, the poll question was, do you like penis? The five-year-old wrote, do you like penis? And seven high school students said yes. Zero said no. Now, as I'm understanding, uh, the, the child meant uh, peanuts, but wrote, do you like penis? And actually spelled P-E-N-I-S. That's fantastic. Holy shit. Six-year-old writes, do you like penis? Seven high school students say, yes, we do love penis. And uh, <laughs> the mom, uh, it gets sent home to the mom. And she's like, oh, I see we got work uh, in, the, in the kindergarten folder. Oh, holy fuck. Do you like penis? Tucked inside little Izzy's folder was uh, was the assignment. The assignment was to ask the question they could survey high school students to practice tally marks and counting. Uh, and then th- there it was. The teacher had taken the time to correct the innocent misspelling. I'm surprised, like, the teacher wasn't sued and fired or fired and sued. I'm surprised the school wasn't burnt to the ground. How come this six-year-old is not behind bars? Holy shit. Uh, quote, for, this is from mom. She was so excited because they made the trip over to some high school students to ask the survey question. Tara explained, that's mom, adding that there was no additional note in her daughter's folder, seeing that her teacher corrected the incorrect spelling to be correct. I figured there had to be something. The next day, Tara opened up her email. Her teacher wrote me and said, good afternoon. So this afternoon, we were learning how to write survey questions in math. I got a good laugh out of Isabel's question and wonderful kid writing. Hope it brings laughter to your evening as well. Tara shared as for Izzy's project. She correctly identified that seven high school schoolers at uh, seven high schoolers like penis peanuts. We are now looking for a spelling tutor. If anyone is available, Tara joked. So this is great. I love this. And it ends there. I don't know. Maybe this is the beginning of the end. I mean, nowadays I, I think, yeah, that something terrible should happen. I mean, there's got to be some uh, some type of race element to this, right? Can't there be a race element or uh, someone get fired? I don't know. It's a little it's a little refreshing to hear that it's just people laughed about it, you know. I love that. Dear Meathead is late. I better get to it, but I have to mention this first. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid NEV 616-532-6600. Uh, get your vehicle repaired in West Michigan by reaching out to Irvine, 616-532-6600. Thank you so much for being part of this show. Ask about a loaner car. Get your car fixed. It doesn't mean like the whole world has to stop. You take one of their uh, loaner cars around, okay? They are expanding to serve the customer even better. Their website is irvines.com, E-R-V-I-N-E-S, irvines.com. Don't just take my word for it. Look at their amazing Google reviews at the top of their homepage. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Mario Flores. Oh, God. Daisy just farted bad again. Come on. Fuck. Uh, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage 231 332 6505. If you're in the market for a mortgage, reach out to Mario. He can help you through uh, this every step of the way and explain to you all the business about the interest rate that I just talked about. That might make things a little weird, but, uh, well, not a little weird. I mean, you know, um, it's still an incredible, it will still be an incredibly low mortgage rate compared to what it, uh, other years in the past. It's still very low. Uh, go get a home loan for crying out loud. Quit paying rent to some jackass slumlord. 231-332-6505. NMLS number 3035. And that's for anyone anywhere in the country. Four exceptions, South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. Uh, if you're in West Michigan, the fun thing to do is go to TC Paintball and uh, do this today for the Little League. It starts uh, at 5 p.m., Get there a few minutes before. Bring your kid. Get the neighborhood kids. Be the cool parent to host this event. Just get, I mean, you just got to go gather them up. Wear some shitty clothes. Don't tell the parents to wear have their kids wear shitty clothes. Sanitize it. Pick them up. Take them over to TC Paintball and get ready to enjoy Little League. Low impact weaponry. It's not going to hurt, but boy, is it going to be fun. And it's a hell of a lot better then your kid sitting in front of the stupid video game uh, uh, system till uh, the late hours of the day. Come on now. Do something fun and bonding with your kid. Go to TC Paintball's Little League tonight starting at 5 p.m. You need any further details, just call the folks over at TC Paintball Grand Rapids. Their website is tcpaintballgr.com. Dear Meathead brought to you by JM Synthetics. The Tears and Oil Special on sale at TC Pay. I'm sorry, on sale. Oh, God, I'm screwing this up at JM Synthetics. Hello. Hi. Hey, hey. Before I forget, yeah. I have a message for Mark Rollison of State of Michigan. I'm sorry, State of Mississippi, to thank him for the most beautiful handcrafted keychain that you could ever lay your eyes on wow um it is a gift to me i want to for my birthday i want to thank mark from the bottom of my heart and god bless you that is fantastic mark sent you a nice birthday gift he sure did what does the uh, keychain look like dad it's a keychain made out of wood 
state of Michigan. Oh, it it's looked, big, oh, okay. It's it looked, the state of Michigan, <laughs> and it's all hand-carved, tiny little thing. You don't realize what it takes to do that. <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's that's great. He's always been a uh, a, well. They every. I want to thank him from the bottom of my heart. That is so kind. That is that is awesome, Dad. I'm glad to hear that. It sure is. Um, With that in mind, Dad, uh, uh, a lot of these uh, audience members who are enjoying the show right now are very excited about your birthday celebration. I don't pay attention to that. Oh, I know it, but they're thank like, you, thank you, thank I, you. I announced that, uh, you know, on the 17th is your birthday, so we're obviously talking about it right now. And then Saturday, we're having a get together, and we're, uh, we might uh, do a little video for the audience. Uh, they, they would love to see you and me and Mike and oh, Jim and Joanne and whoever. Uh, wonderful people. Yeah. Well, they just love you, Dad. I mean, a lot a lot of these folks are I like... I love them. They're like, that's their favorite part of all of this nonsense that I do every day. And ironically, Joanne is just as involved in this thing. She really cares this whole, for the show and the people. It's just fantastic. Oh, yeah. Joanne is... Uh, it, everybody loves Joanne just as much as they love you. I, probably more. She says she don't think so, but I believe they do. Oh, yeah. I believe that, too. I believe that there's no doubt in my mind that uh, that they believe that she is uh, is one of their favorites and, and a big part of it. So um, we're, we're, It sure is my favorite. Of, well, of course. Of course it's your favorite. Well, All right. Very good. Well, in fact, Joe writes this. Dear Meathead, he says, I don't have a question for you. But all I want to do is wish you a very happy birthday from my family and I. You are the hot, you and Joanne are the highlight of my week. Oh, you guys are so awesome, you know. That's great. Thank <laughs> you so much. Okay, so Dad, uh, uh, tomorrow is 88 years old. Uh, do you have any thoughts about turning 88? Yeah, I got to get out and rake the leaves. <laughs> of course, of course you can. <laughs> Well, it, I have no thoughts. I take a day at a time. Everything is fine, you know. And then uh, looking forward to just uh, on a daily basis, you know. But right now I'm really quarantined to the house. We, we can't do nothing. Yeah, um, and I it's and I weather and, and I get that. that. It's uh, I mean the, the the weather's starting to turn. It'll yeah. be it'll be nice today. Well, every day. Yeah, but my life is good, man. Yeah, uh, I, 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 you know, everybody's just so happy for you. And, uh, yeah, get out and go get a walk, Dad. I know you've been wanting to get out and do some walking. Yeah, we, we, I'm, I'm out there quite quite a bit, but it's cold. It drives me right back here, but today is going to be a good day. Yeah, today's a good day to melt some snow, Dad. Do you got any snow piles you need to get oh, rid of? Oh, I don't need that. Snow's gone. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. All right. Okay. But I'll tell you what, we have one heavy-duty I can't see outside of the house. Oh. Barely. Wait, wait, are you talking about fog? Fog. It's really foggy right now. Yeah, but Joanne seems to think you're uh, exaggerating. No. I can see the house across the street, but it is foggy. Oh, it is it's foggy. foggy. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. This one says, Dear Meathead, happy birthday. I was at, this is from Travis. I was at a restaurant enjoying breakfast. 
right before I had my first bite of scrambled eggs, I discovered a very long black hair. And then he says, what is your worst meal experience at a restaurant? Please embellish. Well, well, maybe fortunately or unfortunately, we don't uh, patronize outside. Yeah, Yeah, but is there anything that comes to mind? Maybe somebody had uh, undercooked your food or you got sick? No, I really, you know, there's something about me. What's in front of me, I eat. Well, that, that's, that brings up... Oh, I don't up, pay attention. I yeah. just eat it. Well, let me ask you this. If you found that hair, would you send the food back or would you just remove the hair and, and start eating? No, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd send it back. You would, huh? I, say, I got a hair in here. I don't want it. You eat it. I might actually just pluck the hair out and go ahead and eat it. No, it, uh, I'm just uh, vision, visioning right now what it would be like. It, it does kind of turn me off. Okay, gotcha. I don't know where it came from, whose hair it is, you know. But, but hair is hair, really, no big deal. All right, Mike writes... I mean, I don't mind kissing my wife's hair. No, no, yeah, who... Wait a minute, what? I don't mind kissing her hair. <laughs> you... Her hair. I kiss her hair on her head. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was I was thrown off. I was thrown off there for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh that that's good to know. You're into that you're into kissing Joanne's hair. Yes. <laughs> I definitely would. Okay, good. Uh all right. Well, Michael writes this, dad. Happy birthday, meathead. My Thank you. Thank you. He says my question is my wife recently uh, is leaving her job and is joining um, his business. Like he's got his own business and his wife is going to join the business. But he's afraid that the wife is going to uh, try to like touch him all the time at work. And he wants to know, how do I keep this from happening? You know, she's pretty, she's pretty handsy. And he says, uh, please meathead. What do I do? Please embellish. Thanks, Mike. Hey, hey, listen, Mike, I, I want to go over this again. Would you repeat that again? Yeah. Yeah. Mike, Mike owns a business and his wife, yeah, is, I understand his, that. his wife's going to start working for him. And he's afraid that she's going to like, while at work, try to touch his ding dong. Touch his what? Uh, touch his ding dong. At work. Yeah. That's what he's afraid of. He wants to know how does he keep his wife from from doing that. Is that a normal thing for them that she would touch his? Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on. It's just he just he seems to think that his wife is going to want to touch his ding dong. I mean, she can't wait till she gets home. She got to touch it at work. I don't know. That's really really strange. I've never heard of such a thing. I mean, who would want to do that? Neither have I. I'll tell you that. that so if you it's okay. probably a good thing, but I would think it's a weird thing. Yeah, well, that would be very strange. I mean, can you imagine if you're selling life insurance at your desk and Joe? Oh, wait till I, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're uh, if you if you hired Joanne to be your assistant and she's she's uh, you know playing footsies. Yeah. No, that's that's not acceptable. Okay. 
Yeah. All right. So she's got to, he's, he's just got to like, tell her like, like control us. yeah, just keep your hands off me. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Absolutely. It's all right that the privacy of your home and all, but, uh, yep. and then if you they got kids, if the kids saw that dude, you know, they're going to start doing the same thing. Yeah. You don't want kids touching people's ding dongs at work. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. That's uh, a subject and a half. That is that? that is that is remarkable. I, I mean, I I can't believe that that even would be a thing. But he, he's very very worried about that. Well, crack Joanna. Oh yeah. Well, you know. Uh, okay. Uh, next up, Bob says, uh, "Dear Meathead, a big part of my job is promoting local businesses. However, some of my so-called friends badmouth these places." Or they show up there and act inappropriately. What should I do? So well, I get, yeah, that's he's one thing you cannot control people yeah. and their thoughts. Uh huh. And the mouth works with the, with the person's thoughts. Uh, just ignore it. You can, you can't lose friendship over it, but you can easily. I think you should tell me. Listen, this is my livelihood, and I'm, you know. I, working with it, I think you are cleared up, you know. All right, so... I don't know that you're... It's a distasteful thing for him, for his employment and all that. Yeah, just just tell him. Just be honest. Be honest with him. Listen, you guys, it's all right to have an opinion, but, you know, that's my livelihood. Yes. You can't just go ahead and badmouth it. Uh, Just shut up and don't say nothing. Um, I wrote down uh, some of your words of wisdom. The mouth works with the people's thoughts. Yes. Got it. Yep. Okay. Very good. Uh, if you didn't have the mouth, the words wouldn't come out. <laughs> if you didn't have your mouth, the words wouldn't come out. And then that is uh, true. you wouldn't even uh, be surviving. Exactly. <laughs> you wouldn't be surviving. You got you, you need a mouth, you know? Yes. Okay. Uh, next up, Rob writes... Happy birthday, Meathead. Our birthday celebrated, he says, our bir- he asks, our birthday celebrated differently in the U.S. than they were celebrated in Iran. He is from Iran? No, no, no. He wants to know if, you know how, like, we celebrate birthdays in the U.S.? Oh, yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, is um, When you have a birthday in Iran, how are birthdays celebrated in Iran? Actually, there really is no celebration. There's no celebration in Iran. Oh, I, I grew up. Uh, here, here's the thing. Just for instance, nobody really knew it was my birthday except my mom, maybe you know. Yeah. And uh, and then I had to sit down. For instance, gift wise. Now, at what one point in my life, I was very young. I desired something called Meccano, which is a mechanical. Um, gizmo erector. erector. So oh yeah, I remember. I re- yeah, uh-huh. I, I mean, remember. That's the cat's meow. <laughs> to have one like that. Uh huh. I don't know how is it that I got it, and I was a, just a little guy, and I and my mother, my, my dad had already been. Uh huh. Grandma uh, must have uh, sold some sold some bread or something, you know. No, no, no. It was a genuine 
Meccano. Yeah. Uh, erect, it's called Erector Set. Yeah, yeah. Boy, I'm wondering how Grandma came up with the cash for that. I mean, she must. I don't know. Maybe she I robbed a bank. You, man, I used to dust that sucker on a daily basis. It's a whole box full of stuff. Yeah. Um. All right. I, I don't even know what happened at the end of it. You know, but. Yeah, I wonder if they still make that. In fact, I wrote down Meccano is the cat's meow. Cat's meow is right. Oh my gosh. And my brother would walk around. I, if he even looked at it a little crooked, I was like, kick him in the butt. Yeah, yeah. You can't allow your siblings to play with oh, your stuff. Nobody would no way. It. Yep, I'm, I'm with you on that for sure. All right. Um, Tim writes, Dear Me Dead, we're getting ready to drive to Disney World for a special trip for my son. His son is special needs. He says, I'm open to drive most of the way down 17 hours on the first day. Wow. Oh. He says, do you recommend getting to the destination as soon as possible or making multiple stops to rest? Uh, I think making at least two or, two, two to three uh, stops yeah. is good. And the stops doesn't have to be overnight, but one of them maybe should be overnight. I agree. I don't know. That's a lot. I mean, I, I, I've got a limit. I'll, I'll, I don't want to drive any more than like nine hours. I mean, that's brutal nine hours at the most in 24 hours oh i would bet well we did it but at this point in my life three hours is over uh, oh yeah nowadays hell you can't even drive one minute no i mean it's terrible yeah no i can't i do not drive right uh what is the longest you have uh had to drive at one time for a family vacation california one time. Oh, that's right. Uh, you, I wasn't there for that. I wasn't yet around, but you, or maybe I was, but I was too little to remember. You drove to California. My God, you drove to California. Yes. Why would you do such a thing? Well, hey, it was fun. Oh, my God. Uh, that is, that's that's like a several-day journey, and back then, all we had was... Oh, it was a, quite, a, quite a drive, and one, one time, we stopped on a I think it was the side of the road. Yeah. But the third place we stopped, we spent a night there. Like in the car? Yeah. Just sleep in the car? Yes. Oh, my God. You're lucky you're even alive. Uh, I remember when we were when I was a kid, we drove to uh, uh, freaking Florida in a Chevy Vega. <laughs> oh, God. This horrible car. I can't believe hey, we... That one trip we took... Uh, what did we drive? Is that the trip you were with us to Florida? Yeah, in the Vega. I do. I remember. Okay, I don't remember anything of that trip. All I remember is sweating profusely, being very cramped, and uh, uh, wanting to throw myself off a bridge. <laughs> don't you remember that this dude that uh, was playing? Uh, uh, what was it playing? A violin? Oh. Thing in the water? Yeah. No, no, no. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about at my cousin Mary's house. Mary yeah. and uh, her ex-husband, Vahag, the Russian. Isn't that the trip that we took? That was, uh, we, we. Oh, we flew. That was when we flew. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, that driving, oh, your brother got sick. We had to take him to the hospital. Oh, for God's sake. Yep, yep. Okay, so there you go. Uh, that's that's Dad's thoughts about that. How about this, um, Jonathan? Hold on a second here. Okay, this ought to be fun. Uh, hey, hey, Jack. 
So I have a, a friend of mine, uh, Jonathan Wright's dad, who's uh, very white. Okay. And he went, said white? Yeah, he said he's very white. And I think. His skin. He, yeah, I think he means he's like, uh, well, I mean, I guess very white. Uh, there's yeah, no. Very there's, white. He says. He says who when he speaks, his normal speaking voice sounds like a white guy. That said, uh, once in a while he talks like he's black. He thinks he's black. He will change his voice to sound like a black man. Is what he writes. What do you think about this, Meathead? But would, would he do this intentionally, or does it happen automatically without his knowledge? I while he's talking. I I don't think it's. I think it's intentional. I don't think it just. I don't think it just happens. I'm bad. I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You for easy I don't understand to what the purpose man. of that would be. Is that being funny? I don't know. I think. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not sure what he means. He just says. Uh, I'm bad. That uh, he, he's nor he's a white guy. He sounds like a white guy, and then he suddenly will I'm bad. try to sound like a black guy from time to time. You ask for easy rhyme. I you think talk you to the man. Like a, what's it going on, you old man? <laughs> or Wait. white man, black man, or something? Is that is that uh? Did I just detect you were talking like a black guy? Is that <laughs> what you all doing? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, you know, I'm trying to mimic him somehow. Yeah, hey, man. Oh, no, is that, is that, is I that? Didn't, that didn't, I never pay attention to what a black or white man talks. Oh, well, come on now. There's, sometimes there's very obvious uh, 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 standout things that will tell you, you know, just. I don't pay attention. I don't make a note of it that, oh, wow. Okay. It, Sounded like this or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm bad. As long as I understand it, that's fine. All right. Very good. Uh, let's see. People got strange mentality sometimes. I mean, for my category of thinking. All right. How about this, Dad? Hey, guy. This is from Jason. My old friend Stephanie and I used to do a podcast together some years ago. And it was really bad. Mainly because of her voice. Which sounds very, very bad. Anyway, I just discovered that Stephanie has a morning radio show. And she still sounds terrible. How do I tell Stephanie that she should quit doing the radio show? Sign. Uh, in other words, yeah. she cannot change uh, yeah. that voice or whatever it is. Yeah, I, I guess not. And he signed it, Glenn Hayes. So... I guess what he's saying is Glenn Hayes used to do a podcast with some girl named Stephanie and Stephanie sounds terrible according to him. And now she's on the radio and he wants to tell her to quit doing the radio show. Apparently. Well, here's the thing. If the radio show is getting off the ground with the way that she talks and all that, why worry about it? Exactly. Yeah. You why know, do that? Why let her go. Yeah, let her let her do her thing. It's I mean, terrible to him. Maybe he's got an audience to like it. Yeah, know? maybe people like her voice. <laughs> as long as they understand it, pardon me. As long as they understand what she's saying and all that, who cares? Very you know, good. Yes. This is something people scrutinize on people's uh, uh, 
faults or flaws or something, you know. I think you got to leave people alone because you, you cannot change the format of a person. Yes. You can't. I mean, can I change my uh, accent? Well, I mean, yeah, if you wanted to. How can I do that? Uh, no. I don't know. I just change your... I got to go to classes? <laughs> Well, you know, at 88 years old, Dad, I think you're doing a great job just the way you are. Well, I don't know. Yeah, you are. Thank you. Thanks for the compliment, honey. Well, look, um, yeah, so here we go. We got another year in the books. I'm excited to see you guys on Saturday. It's going to be fun. We're going to have the corned beef. Uh, All right. I mean, it's it's going to be spectacular. It's uh, really going to be great. And I, everybody's just so happy that you're uh, doing great and you and Joanne. And I just want to, I, I, I wrote my final notes on today's episode was um, things that you said. The mouth works with the people's thought. Uh, Meccano is the cat's meow. And yeah. you cannot change the format of a person. I can't. This is all. These are all good points, and I and Dad, I tell you what, it's always great talking to you guys. Likewise, honey, I appreciate that, and I'm glad that you did not forget the time change. Well, yeah, that's right. And I, I damn near didn't make it. Let me tell you. I, I think. Hey, did you hear the news that that might be going away? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. It doesn't doesn't matter to me. I mean, I, I can get along with it. Answer the to her. Yeah, didn't you say it messed you up this time? Well, yeah, I had five, seven minutes to get ready to talk to you. That had nothing to do with the time change. Oh, it didn't? No, you just didn't get up in time. I didn't get up on time. Oh, yeah. But then again, uh, I was due to be sitting where I'm sitting to talk. Yeah, I, yeah, it, uh, no, it, you you being late for the show is just because you were asleep. Yeah, Joanne's right. I would have been late. <laughs> okay, oh. I'll tell you what. I'm going to leave it right there. I love you guys so much, and I'll see you on Saturday, okay? All right, right. Hug your babies at home. That's including your wife is your baby. Yes, she is. Okay, all, all right. right. I said hello, and we're looking forward to seeing you. Guys. Okay, I'll talk to you guys. Thanks again. And Joanne says goodbye. I love you, Joanne. Okay, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. There you go. Another uh, joyous edition of Dear Meathead. Complete with him trying to, quote-unquote, talk black. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Absolutely spectacular. I'm excited to uh, to hang out on Saturday. Dear Meathead, brought to you by JM Synthetics. Now, for every drop of oil you get, you get one tear from Jason Mays. So if you buy a quart of oil, you get a quart of his, of his tears. I'm just teasing. Um, Corey in Maine... Different topic says this is Eric's official Discord server. He's right. Now, that is another place for you to get together and chat about the show. Um, 
It is a little bit above my pay grade. I don't know shit about it other than that. It does have capabilities where I can help promote the show, but I feel like I've got so much going on with Twitch right now that I'm like, yeah, I, I, one more thing to worry about is not going to help your old pal Eric Zane. Uh, Adam says, I'll tell you one thing about that Discord. It sends out notifications before anything else. There you go. So if you like it, go ahead and uh, get involved with that. I appreciate that. Just click on that link there. And uh, yeah, there's a link to it in the show notes of the audio podcast as well. Speaking of the um, daylight savings deal and the time change and changing your clocks. Tyler says it's not going away. They say that every year and it never changes. You may not be correct on that. I don't know if you know what's going on right now, but something has happened that has never happened before. And there's a lot that, um, that I need to discuss with you about it. It isn't all just, well, whatever, just do it. There actually is something to this that makes it worthy of talking about on this podcast. Hang on, I need something to drink. Where's my water? Hang on. It's going to be nice today. It's going to be like 60, uh, maybe even over 60 degrees today. I'm excited about that. It was. It got nice yesterday. You're seeing, it's, it's to a point where I live now in Michigan where, you know, the morning, it's 20 degrees. And then it makes these huge jumps in temperature like it was 20 when i woke up it's already 33 so that's where we're we're and then you know it's going to be like over it's going to go up another 30 degrees today it's remarkable freaking sweet i love it i love it i love it i love it all right i'm going to talk about that time change thing the daylight savings time in just a second I have, I have thoughts on this. Uh, there's still time for you to reach out to me um, to nominate someone or nominate yourself for the great flooring giveaway with Bennett Flooring Installation. This is the third time that they'll be doing this. If, um, you know, life is starting to get uh, to be a little bit of a struggle and you need a little pick-me-up, a brand new flooring installation may be just what you need. So, um, Jacob and Jason reached out to me and they said, Hey, give this away, do your thing. And we'll be, we'll take care of everything for the recipient. It's been done twice already, um, around Christmas and, and new year's or Christmas. And was, was it Christmas and Thanksgiving? And, uh, so it's going to happen again for Easter. It's the baby Jesus rising from the dead flooring giveaway. That just doesn't have the same ring to it. Well, anyway, um, don't be shy about this. Just put down on an email why this would be so dramatically important and helpful to you or someone who you know uh, this would help. Uh, they gotta be in the West Michigan area. Actually, I take it back. I think Jacob and Jason said they will travel, uh, quite a distance in Michigan. So just send it, 
Okay, it's going to take you five minutes to write the thing. Uh, give me as many details as you can why this would be, you know, as, I, I hate to say it, but uh, tell me what the hell happened. Why is why is shit shitty and why would this be just fantastic for you or someone you know or love? I've gotten a number of these and I would love to uh, uh, make this a difficult process because when I say that, I have to discern the queen of the forest, myself and the NFK read over them and we decide Hey, which one? Who do you think this in the unanimously every time it's always one? Um, I'd love to be able to have everybody um, receive the flooring giveaway, but uh, there can only be one. So there you go. Send it along. Um, 616-318-0167 for the rest of us. If you ever need flooring installed, Bennett Flooring Installation. They have a website, BennettFlooringInstallation.com. You can see some before and after pics on Twitter. They're uh, at Flooring Bennett. You can see some uh, some of the work that they've done. 616-318-0167. So the flooring that I want you to buy, though, I want you to go to Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet on Chicago Drive in Granville, Michigan. They're having an enormous sale going on. And I can't find my note on the tags. I'm pretty sure, though, if you go into the outlet, it's right behind Little Caesars. The red tag stuff is 20% off. Green tag is 30% off. And blue tags are 40% off. Now, this stuff is already remarkably cheap because they buy it in bulk. And then it shows up at the discount outlet and it's a, it's a warehouse. Huge warehouse behind Little Caesars on Chicago Drive in Granville with a teeny tiny sign. I don't know. City rules. Red sign. It says Johnson. You can barely read it. It's the size of a postage stamp. Anyway. Uh, Kent dropped the E at a U, sets up all this stuff, and he's like busting out at the scene, so they got to get rid of it. It's like, Darwin, you bought too much. We It has to go. So they're all throughout March, they've got this massive sale going on. Normally, if you say my name, you get 10% off. But screw that shit. It, it's deep discounts, 20 30 and 40% off. Vinyl plank, laminate, tile, carpet, wood, you name it. They got it all. Johnson Carpet One, Floor and Home, Discount Outlet, Chicago Drive, Granville, Michigan. Okay. Let's get into Daylight Savings Time. So, we just sprung forward. We are right now in Daylight Saving Time. For years, they've wanted to make it so that we're always in this time. When it comes to fall, we don't fall back. The U.S. has tried this once. We hated it. There's an article that I got that I'll link up. Look at here. See these kids going to school? They're getting off the bus. It's 1970-whatever. All they want to do is listen to Boston Records, uh, have sex, and, uh, you know, watch Terry Bradshaw, uh, Bradshaw and the Pittsburgh Steelers win the Super Bowl. Look at these kids. But no, instead they're going to school in the dark. 
God help the children. According to this article, sun rose at 827 a.m. on January 7th, 1974. Children in the D.C. area had left for school in the dark that morning thanks to a new national experiment during a wrenching energy crisis. Most of the U.S. went to year-round daylight saving time beginning on January 6th. Quote, it was jet black outside when her daughter was supposed to leave for school. Florence Bauer of Springfield told the Washington Post some of the children took flashlights with them. So the idea is uh, back then they hated it because kids were walking to school and there was actually kids getting greased on the way to school like getting run over. Nobody saw them because these dumb fuck kids. Okay, first of all, that's not going to happen now because uh, the way it is now is uh, no kids in America walk to school. You ever like drive by the school and uh, all the parents, I mean, there is a line of traffic it takes like 15 hours to get all these kids, these asshole kids into the cars uh, and get them out of school property. The rest are on the bus. No kids actually walk home from school anymore. So that's no problem. My other thing is um, this has to, this has for years, they've tried to change this in DC. And it's like, what a stupid fucking waste of time. This is ridiculous that all of this time and energy has to be spent on this. It should just, this should be executive order. You remember when Trump did the executive orders where every day he was, he was writing a new thing. And then he's like, here's the new law. We're going to use our pipes and we're going to, you know, remember that shit? Just do it. Fucking why do we have to, if you're going to do it, do it. I don't give a shit either way. Doesn't matter to me. I don't have a preference. I don't believe any of the bullshit that because of us moving our clocks back, people are dying by the thousands or whatever it is, uh, that, that this causes stress and anxiety. It does not. Shut up. But who gives a fuck? Just change it. Just just say, I have declared that the time it is right now where no, no one's going to move clocks forward or backward anymore, and then that's the end of it. Why does this have to be such a big dog and pony show? But it does. This cannot be um, um, gone about any other way other than through the political process, which means like a bill has to be introduced and then they have to discuss it in a committee. And a lot of times for one reason or another, the fucking bill would die. Ah, shit. So, um, but back then in 1974, everybody hated it. So Americans are now driving to work back then in 1974 and it's pitch black out. Um, and, but they have a longer day at the end of the day. All right. So to me, it's like six of one half dozen of the other who gives a shit for me, frankly, when fall back, I love fall back because uh, suddenly I get that one day where I have extra sleep and I'm really not bothered by the spring forward. I mean, who gives a shit? Um, and I love looking forward to suddenly the days are one hour longer. Okay. Well, yeah, but now you can have that all the time. It's like, eh, yeah, but it's still dark in the morning. What? I mean, seriously? So this energy crisis back then, um, which uh, I guess, I don't know if there was a shortage of energy. I don't remember this. Um, I just remember talk of it or if it was the cost of the energy, whatever. Um, the change back then would benefit Americans in the long run, predicted uh, Steve Grossman of the Department of Transportation 
Yes, accidents in the morning darkness may become more common. This is way back then. But longer daylight hours could mean eliminating the hazards of evening commutes, stress, anxiety, and many drivers have had a couple of drinks. As he told the Post, what? Outside the Capitol, other, others vowed defense or others vowed defiance. Robert Yost, the mayor of St. Francis, Kansas, said his town, town's council felt it was time to put our foot down and stop this monkey business. Now, as the idea of permanent daylight savings time has gained some political momentum, it's probably worth a look back to another period when the U.S. tinkered with time. So, um, the article goes into all what happened um, and how Americans were initially very... Um, uh, much supporting this, like 75% of Americans loved it. But then after several months of it, they hated it. Okay. And that dropped to like 42%. And, um, seven, and then president Nixon, uh, he was involved in this. He ended up resigning U S Senator, uh, Senator Bob Dole of Kansas introduced an amendment that would end the experiment. It passed. Similar bill passed the House, and then full Congress passed a bill that would restore the standard time. And then we were back to the square one. Now, since then, and uh, Senator Rubio talks about this because he's been the big one in this. So I know this sounds ridiculous, but I am going to pick part, pick apart a uh, Senate hearing uh, measure discussion that happened. On the floor, and I, I'm pretty sure this is bipartisan support now. This is going to happen where uh, we will no longer have to change the clocks. Watch this. Let me cut right to the chase here before we get into statements. Um, as, as of a legislative session, I ask unanimous consent that the Committee on Commerce, Science, and Transportation be discharged from further consideration of S-623, a bill to make daylight saving time permanent and the Senate proceed to its immediate consideration. The clerk will report. Okay, now keep your eye on this chick. I don't even know who the hell she is, but uh, she's there in front of Chicken Bandana, and uh, she gets super excited when this, when this seems to be moving forward. S-623, a bill to make daylight saving time permanent and oh, further purposes. It. Chick goes, oh, I love it. Did you hear that? She actually said, oh, I love it. To make daylight saving time permanent and oh, further purposes. It. Objection to proceeding to the measure. Without objection, the committee is discharged. And the Senate will proceed. Madam President, I ask unanimous consent that the Rubio substitute amendment at the desk be considered and agreed to. The bill as amended be considered read a third time and passed, and that the motions to reconsider be considered made and laid upon the table. Is there objection? Without objection, so ordered. Thank you, Madam President. And uh, as the goes on, I. She's so pumped up about this. Okay. I now uh, I'll have another uh, couple of minutes of this. So bear with me, but I'm, I'm going to make fun of it. So, um, I don't normally play shit like this on the fucking podcast, but, um, the fucking dog and pony show over a time change, just fucking do it. Others will be coming to the floor here in a moment. You'll see it's an eclectic collection of members of the United States Senate in favor of what we've just done here in the Senate, and that's to pass a bill to make a daylight savings time permanent. Just this past weekend, we all went through that biannual ritual of changing the clock back and forth and the disruption that comes with it. And one has. Okay. 
there is no disruption. I don't care what you tell me. Yes, I'm all for this. Go ahead. Change the fucking thing. I don't care. But there's no disruption. Don't act like that's a big deal. To ask themselves after a while, why do we keep doing it? Why are we doing this? This really began back in 1918 as a practice uh, that was supposed to save energy. And since then, we've adjusted it. Today, daylight savings time, which started out as six months, uh, was extended to eight months. Now, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And so, so just so we're clear, the, the time that you have right now is the time it would always be. You would never have it where, you know, we just, the day suddenly got an hour longer. Well, we won't have that anymore. We're always going to be in this time so that in the dead of winter, when the days are shorter, where I live in Michigan, it's dark by five. Now it would be six that it's dark. Okay. In 2005, clearly showing you where people's preference were. So we're doing this back and forth of of clock changing for about 16 weeks of standard time a year. Yeah, I had no idea it was it was only down to that it was down to 16 weeks only. Now, uh, there's I think the majority of the American people's preference is just to stop the back and forth changing. And then uh, um, but beyond that, um, I think their preference is certainly at least based on today's vote and what we've heard is to make daylight savings time permanent there. I'll just tell you a couple of the reasons why I think that's important. There's some. Okay. Wait to hear this. He, he tries to quantify why this is really good for children. Strong science behind it. Uh, strong science. Imagine that a Republican saying that there is strong science behind it. Wait, what just happened? There is. So he's saying he believes in the science of, uh, of daylight savings time being permanent. There is. Wow. If only he would believe that concerning other things. That's important. There's some strong science behind it. No Republican is allowed to quote science. You are not, you have lost that right. Any Republican to quote that you have scientific backup because you don't believe in science. Everybody knows that. Uh, that is now showing and making people aware of the harm that clock switching has. We see an increase in heart attacks and car accidents and pedestrian accidents. Those are lies. What you just heard was this man lying to you. There is no increase in car accidents and heart attacks. That's a lie. Car accidents and pedestrian accidents in the week that follow the changes. Um, the benefits of daylight saving times have also been... Uh, accounted for and 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 the research for example reduce crime as it's light as there's light later in the day can you not sound like a bumbling fuckhead when you're talking please we've seen decreases in child obesity a decrease in seasonal depression that many feel decrease in child obesity decrease in in depression i also don't believe that listen to this too during standard time and then the practical one and then one that i've witnessed with my own eyes in many parts of this country, understand we're a country we desperately want our kids to be outside, to be playing, to be doing sports, not just to be sitting in front of a TV or a computer uh, terminal or playing video games all day. And it gets really tough in many parts of the country to be able to do that. Because what ends up happening is, especially for these 16 weeks a year, if you don't have a park or an outdoor facility with lights, you're, you're basically shut down around 5 p.m. In some cases, as early as 4 or 4.30 p.m. He's suggesting that the children would love to be playing kick the can and doing hula hoop in the front yard uh, instead of playing video games or uh, uh, sexting each other. That's what he's saying there. 
Are you fucking crazy? I don't care if it's 75 degrees in daylight, uh, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. There is no way anything that any young person can do outside of the house is more entertaining, except for maybe having sex, uh, is more entertaining uh, than playing a video game. So don't don't try to convince me or anybody else that, that kids are dying to get outside. Uh, all they need is daylight. Give me a break. And uh, and it's not these lights and parks and things like that. We need to encourage our youth to have sex outside. That is the only way that children are going to go outside and uh, and put down the video games. Are expensive, and then a lot of communities are resistant to them. Right, uh, it makes it tough to do. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've watched sporting events be called, uh, youth sporting events be called in the middle or near the end of the game. Thank God. Fucking the worst times of your life as a parent will be watching these shitheads do sports. Oh my God. That reminds me. Track season's back. Oh no. Do not let your children participate in track. You owe it to yourself. You put your foot down and you tell them to shut the fuck up. No track. Before it's actually concluded because there's not enough lights. So I just think that's one of the practical reasons why, if you look at the way we live in this country... Those are reasons to uh, eliminate daylight savings time. Uh, Say no to youth sports. You want to have the ability to spend more time in the evenings outdoors, not just to enjoy the outdoors. Look, in the the winter anyway, they don't do anything outdoors. There's no outdoor sports. The only uh, thing you do in the wintertime is uh, fucking hockey, and that's uh, not an outdoor sport, right? But to make sporting and outdoor activities available for people at a time when, frankly, we're losing an hour, an hour and a half in some parts of the country. Because- he, he, Rubio's such a fuckhead. This would be so much better if he said, uh, yeah, the other way sucks. We want more daylight at the end of the day. Don't give me this long list of reasons that you and your staff have thoughtfully come up with uh, that you think are the reason why this needs to happen. Okay, people just like... Uh, more daylight at the end of the day. Who gives a shit at the beginning of the day? That's how we all feel. Because of daylight. So I'm hoping that after today, this will go over to the House. They'll act quickly on it. I know this is not the most important issue confronting America, but it's one of those issues where there's a lot of agreement. That's another thing. All of the time and energy and resources to do this when, you know, we could clearly be, you know, telling people who don't wear masks uh, to stay the fuck out of business. And, and that's, and that's what, what should be happening. We could be closing down businesses that don't follow mask mandates. And I, for one, would love that. And I think a lot, we could be enforcing, uh, shots. We could be, we could be making people get four shots right now with, with hard work in the Senate. A lot of people wonder why it took so long to get here. So my hope is that after we're done here today, but no, we're doing this shit. The house will take it up, that the house will pass it. The president will sign it. I just want to lay out one caveat. This bill and the amendment does delay its implementation. And the reason why, and I asked, believe me, I asked, why are we delaying this is, um, and I think it's important, we're delaying it until November of 2023. Because airlines, the rails, transportation methods, others have already built out schedules based on the existing schedule, on the existing timeline of this. And so they've asked for a, a few months here, in addition from the industry, like broadcasters and airlines, to make that adjustment. But the good news is... Broadcasters? The fucking broadcast would have to do with it. If we can get this passed, we don't have to keep doing this stupidity anymore. 
<laughs> Jesus. That's where he should have started there. This is he could have saved everybody four and a half minutes. If he just and, if he just uh, said that. Trying this in our laws and keep it for so long is beyond me. But hopefully this is the year that this gets done. And pardon the pun, but this is an idea whose time has come. <laughs> I yield the floor. Shut up. I hope they don't pass it just so that he can get pissed off for all of the time he wasted doing that. We have decided we are not passing it because Rubio took too long to explain this shit. Amanda says they need to not add any other amendments to this bill. No, I disagree. I think, I think that they should say, yes, we are going to pass it, but we are adding the amendment that all Americans must get vaccinated uh, no matter what. And if they don't get vaccinated, if, they, if the, we are not doing that, then we are not going to allow this bill to pass. Okay? And that includes the fourth Pfizer shot. We're going to add this on all Americans. And if you haven't had one, you must get uh, uh, one and then you must wait inside the house for three weeks. You can't work. You get the second. So it's going to take 12 weeks for you to get all your shots. And then we will allow that to happen. The science is there. We, I am now supporting the science. That is what's happening going forward. All Americans must have four Pfizer shots. And then, uh, and if you don't, if you, uh, if you have Moderna, you got to wait until they, <laughs> shit, I'm just going to shut up. I'll shut up. All right. Fuck off. The show's done. I gotta go pee. Gotta pee so bad. On the Patreon. You need to know this. I cannot wait to share with you the story of how I think Tom Brady is a degenerate gambler and is uh, involved in insider trading. Pardon me. Insider betting. Tom Brady there's a story that's going around about this. And I have added the caveat, the added wrinkle that I think Tom Brady is behind it. And I don't blame him one bit. He, Tom Brady has in his possession. Um, you remember in back to the future when Marty had the almanac, Tom Brady has the almanac and I'm going to explain this to you. And you're going to be like, Holy shit. You're absolutely right. So there's that story. And then there's a story about former legendary football player Herschel Walker and how stupid this brainwashed fuck is. He is clearly, and he's running for a Senate seat in Georgia. Uh, I think it's, I don't know if it's state Senate. I don't know. Anyway, he's running for political office in Georgia, and he's so stupid. This guy is dumber than shit. And I can't wait to share that with you on my Patreon. Remember that? I was talking about the Patreon. What the fuck? Sign up for it. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Um, that was fun getting together at Bosco's Pub this week. Monday, that was awesome. Uh, go to Bosco's Pub. And I, I want you to try the Luigi Burger. I'm a fan of the Olive Burger. I love all their burgers. Okay. 
but the Luigi is just a spectacle. You're going to want to take a picture of this before you eat it. You, you've never had a burger quite like this. Um, and it, everything about it, the bun, the actual uh, meat itself, spectacular. You add on pepperoni. What? Uh, mozzarella sticks, actual mozzarella sticks, and then marinara. This is the, the, it puts the comfort in comfort food. It puts the cum in comfort food. God, forget I said that. Uh, try the Luigi. Uh, the fries are amazing. The drinks are stiff. So are the wieners. No Russian vodka. Bosco's Pub. Hudsonville, Michigan. Part of Terra Square. You need a national treasure map to find it. But you will find it. Bosco's Pub, Hudsonville, Michigan. Daisy just farted again. Oh, my God. Ugh. Son of a bitch. Finally, tag accounting. The tax hobbit still wants you. You're like, God, I've got a month to get this shit done. I haven't even begun. The extent of what you're going to have to do is gather up all of your W-2s and your previous year's tax return because he's going to need to see that and upload it to him. That's it. You're done. That is all. He's going to tell you when your scheduled time, when um, he's doing your taxes, you just have your phone handy in case he has a question. And then that's it. You're done. Money shows up in your account. You return his email to you and then he sends you a hard copy uh, via snail mail. Done. That's it. Tag accounting, tagcpa.net. Call to uh, get more information or to schedule 616-301-9516 for tag accounting. Anywhere in the U.S., okay? No matter where you are, you can take advantage of the Gins, the tax hobbit, doing your taxes for you. Yesterday's asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics was Naomi Osaka's mother or her parents for raising such a soft as fuck clown. Oh, that was terrible. Today, what are we doing? Talked about uh, latest Eric Angel podcast listener, my uh, customer service representative, uh, who helped me, Tamarian. Thank you, Tamarian, for being here. Sorry that I charm you. Uh, just It just happens. I can't help it. New duty for your old pal Eric Zane concerning the NFK, and that is a toenail clipper. Yep, that's me. Cannot believe I'm doing that. Do you like penis? The six-year-old's uh, poll question to the high schoolers. Dear Meathead, in another amazing addition, how about that? Uh, Dad talking like a black guy. Oh, my God. And daylight saving time. Who is going to be your asshole of the day? Uh, For quoting science, for taking way too much time about this, and making shit up along the way, Marco Rubio is your asshole of the day. 
And he kind he's kind of like on the fucking uh, you know, Mount Rushmore of this anyway. So screw that guy. Marco Rubio, your the senator is your asshole of the day. Perhaps you have an asshole of the day too. I don't know. All right, hey, that's it. I appreciate you so much. I hope you enjoyed it. The the show is is written and directed by me. You guys are the best. Thank you for being part of it. I'll be on Patreon a little bit later on. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye.